management. Hearing those two words either makes you angry or you get excited and are like, yep, I know about this. I got you. And if you're feeling angry, it could be because you suck at it or someone close to you sucks at it, in your opinion. Well, I'm here to talk about it because I've, I firmly believe there are so many different types of people in the world, but when it comes to time management, there are two. You're either a freak about time and are constantly thinking about it and are capable of thinking about it and setting aside time, like I'm going to do this right now and then do this right now, even if you don't know how you're going to feel when you're like schedulers, I should say. And then there are feelers. This is all terms I'm applying, mind you. But those the feelers are the type of people who are thinking, um, okay, so this is like, that sounds great. Like itineraries, you look at them, you're like, that all looks great. But what if when we're doing this viewing, I don't feel like that? What about that? And it's like, can we find something that is in the middle of that, please? Why does it have to be one or the other? Because I can tell you right now, I'm pretty good with schedules. I can deal with it. Um, If you give me one, I'll do my best. I might need help with reminders like, hey, Britt, we're done with this now. But if I'm in the moment and I'm zoned out and I'm getting it done, you better walk away because you don't mess with that. When you're in a creative moment, you need to follow through, even if it bleeds over into other I'm quoting my hands again. I do that a lot. And you can't see it because it's a podcast, but that's what I'm doing. Okay, so I'm quoting my hands. Time limits. Like, no. I get the appeal of that. I understand why it can be important, especially with certain things like surgery. You can't just be like, you know what? Damn. Okay, so you guys, can you hold on for a second while we're doing this triple bypass? I've got to do something else. I feel it. Or I'm not ready to do this yet. Like, no, that's different. Okay, that's one extreme. But like, when you're creating something, you can't even think of time as a concept. It has to, it has to completely just dissolve in the background. There's no time. All there is is creation. Like, what am I doing? What I'm doing right now? Imagination. Um, putting all the, getting all of it out. It's just. I don't I just wish I could bridge the gap for people because like I said there are two different kind of people in the world but I think there could be more like why can't it be more of a scale and also why can't it be more accepted it why is it so acceptable if you're so good at time management that that's good like why is that rewarded that type of personality is really great and there's nothing wrong with it but you don't see them creating these works of art these dances these musical films these regular films these poems these books like that's what the opposite end is for and i feel like they're appreciated for their work but not for how it how that happens the process which is not able to be regulated with time management some of it sure but why is it that everyone who's so good at time management is rewarded and everyone else is like there's the troublemakers First of all, being one of those troublemakers, I don't give a shit if you call me a troublemaker. I don't care. Chances are you're probably miserable because you've got a meeting in five minutes and you only have five, three, four minutes and 59 seconds to chew me out. I don't care. I understand your viewpoint. I understand the importance of it. But I also realize and firmly believe that the other part is overlooked and just not even dealt with. Not even. It's not even acceptable. It's not even like okay to just be somewhere in between and I really I don't get it and I don't like it and I don't think it's right and my ears are on fire in the red 
only because why can't we all just be who we are and work together in the way that we need to and as long as we're being ourselves and doing our best which we are anyways naturally everyone's doing the best with what they have why wouldn't you it's like human nature to do that and not everyone's best looks the same because we're all at different intervals we're all at different levels but we will get there why can't we all just get along and realize like oh this person's always late and it's because they don't view time as i have five minutes blah 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 structure 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 i could be in the middle of a thought but i can turn it off like you somehow some of us can't do that and it's not something that can be taught or changed so stop trying to change us okay there are parts and moments when it's just like you gotta let it go it's fine it doesn't mean anything other than we're different from you and we're not trying to make you mad, but we're different. This is who we are. We're not mad at you for being so strict about things. So don't be mad at us for being so carefree or more carefree or more able and willing and finding it necessary to take that time and follow it through. What about follow through? Why is that not important? Why is that not as important as time management and being done at this time for this task with like maybe three minutes leeway? What about follow through? What about people like me who if I don't, if I'm in the zone and I don't finish this right now because I am feeling it right now, if you make me stop, first of all, good luck making me. Second of all, that's ruined. It's done now. I can't ever get back in that moment. It will be different the next time I try to fit. I can't, I won't ever be able to finish it. I guarantee you that. I won't be able to go back and pick up where I left off. I, I'll be in a different mindset, a different frame of mind, a different mood. I'll be different in how I'm looking to create, and it will be a totally different outcome. Not necessarily bad, but why? I think I deserve the right to finish my thought and, my, and follow through and complete what I am doing so that I can do my best. And a part of doing my best is not multitasking. Okay, I hate it. I've never liked it. And you know what? I believe firmly that that's because I've always known innately that it's not a real thing. And I'm giving a nice little dramatic pause for all those people who are like, what? <gasps> what did she just say? It's not a real thing? Oh, no, it's a real thing. People are doing it, but it is bullshit. And it's actually been scientifically proven. Okay, I'm going to be... Um, looking up the Harvard article, the first one that I ever was introduced to regarding the myth around multitasking and how detrimental it is later on in the episode. But for now, I just want you guys to realize that researchers have disproven this multitasking myth. If you believe you can do many things at once and maintain your quality standards, check out the article by Health titled 12 Reasons to Stop Multitasking Now. So I'm going to read the first two paragraphs because it's just so perfect and something I've known about for years. But like most things important, we're just taking our sweet ass time and recognizing our errors with old habits and very outdated bullshit ways of thinking. So here, here's the first two paragraphs from um, this article. The multitasking myth. We all do it. Texting while walking, sending emails during meetings, chatting on the phone while cooking dinner, Never a good idea for me, by the way. So I know in today's society, doing just one thing at a time seems downright luxurious, even wasteful. But chances are you're not doing yourself 
or your boss or your friends and family any favors by multitasking your way through each day. Research shows that it's not nearly as efficient as we like to believe and can even be harmful to our health. I'm going to let that sink in with you guys, okay? I'm going to let that mingle. Let that, you take that in, okay? Take it in. Let it mingle inside of you. Let it get to know your cells. They're going to recognize that shit is truth because it is truth. Multitasking is bullshit. You, it's possible, but you, everything that you're doing while you're multitasking suffers. Your essence suffers. Who you are suffers. Your outcome suffers. Sometimes, and when I say that, I mean all the time, it pays off to be patient and to allow yourself the, I'm quoting my hands again, guys, luxury, which just drives me nuts that people think this is a luxury. It's not. It's fucking normal. It's science. One thing at a time. Do one thing at a time and be mindful while you're doing it and watch your world change before your eyes. Not even You don't even have to wait for the results. That shit is immediate. Go out and do it. Try it right now. Oh my God, I just found this shit on Pinterest. How to plan your schedule with time blocking. Plan your week ahead of time. The words plan your week ahead of time has never made me shrink farther in my own body. I'm like shriveled up. Can you guys even see me? Anyone here see me? I'm a fucking raisin at this point. That makes me feel so disgusting, which means that's not for me. But guess what? I'm not trying to tell you that that's bad. It's not bad. It's bad for me. That doesn't mean it's bad for you. But when so- when you see something or when you're told something and your body just immediately reacts in such a negative self-preserving way where you're just like shriveling up and pulling away from wherever you're getting that news Guess what? That's your very, very, very basic, scientific, all natural, built in. You were born with it, baby. Lady Gaga, shout out. You were born this way. You were born to know. You know when shit's not right for you. And when your body physically recoils to something, spoken, said, the vibes of a room, the vibes of a person, trust that shit. And for me, time management can eat a dick. I'm sorry. I just have to. I'm not sorry. Fuck that. I'm not sorry. I stand corrected. I'm not sorry. Eat a dick time management. You, I'm going to just, you can get, you can get shit on. Somebody shit on time management. And anybody, hey, anybody in here have to poop? You do? Perfect. Get over here. Get your ass over here. Shit on time management. That shit is bullshit. Bye. Damn. Somebody poured, like soaked my ass in kerosene and lit me up. I am on fire. I am on fire. I love it. time management like how the hell does she get anything done it sounds dramatic when I'm describing (laughs) this situation between the two um, types of people like we were talking about earlier but I'm actually very good with it when it needs to be when it's a serious thing day to day fuck that shit that's not serious like live your goddamn life please but when it's something serious, like an event or something that's important to somebody close to me, and if they tell me that, like, Britt, this is important, we need to be gone by this time, I go in the opposite direction because I have, and I go paranoid, like, I am, like, scheduling every goddamn thing, like, 
Brit, you have three seconds to blink here. You like, I'm not kidding you. I, because I know if it's important, I'm going to make it happen. But, and I don't mind doing that at all. However, what it looks like for me is like something for someone else viewing it is, it looks painful and it is painful, but that's how I have, that's how free I am and how creative I am and how feeling I am like time to me someone says when was this when was the last time you did this I'm like well it feels like and that's the clue right there when you talk to somebody about the last time this or that or whatever or you ask them time related questions when they say well it feels like anytime they mention feeling they're a feeler they measure time in a completely different way that cannot be it can't be contained it can't be measured in normal capacities it's it's not standard and it's not bad okay I'm not trying to rip on the time management people out there it seems like I am I guess probably a lot of my suppressed anger is coming up like not anger frustration with people not understanding that I'm not like them and and the way the whole world is with people like me and with me and people like me and it's just I'm I'm always out for the underdog okay and this in this instance I'm part of the underdog so to speak because the underdog doesn't exist really it's just a bullshit term but I think that the pub the main public will know what I mean when I say that that's why I use that term but I'm not ripping on time management people people who are good at it people who live by that that's fine I love you guys I love you guys so much because you're you all I ask is love me too for being me and don't make me be like you because I don't want you to be like me. It wouldn't be right for you. Oh my God. If like my husband, for example, if I held that against him, who he is, how he views time, how he lives his li- literally how he lives because it what is something that doesn't look like mine, like it doesn't look like the way I live what no that's horrible I love him and I want him to be who he is all I ask is for me and other people like me love us too let us be us okay let us create our shit and you do your shit and we'll all coexist because that's (laughs) I mean come on we can't we can't do this whole uniform thinking blanket of like put a blanket out in the world like this is what you have to do and you have to all think this way that's dangerous it's dangerous, it's not possible, and it's unhealthy. So, let it go. If you know somebody in your life who is one or the other or anywhere in between, go find out. The, the person you're thinking of when I'm talking about the, this subject during this whole podcast, go find that person and tell them why you love them and tell them what it is about them that you love. And maybe you do some deep diving and maybe think that a lot of the um, frustrations you have with them or the dislikes, I'm quoting my hands, gun people, the dislikes that you have about the way they manage their time, maybe think about if it's possible that you're jealous of that because I, I'll be the first to admit. I'll go there first, guys. That's what I'm here for. There are times when I am incredibly jealous of people who can manage time and and view time in that way because I can't do it. I've tried. Oh my God, I've tried. And like I was saying a few minutes ago with the important um, ta- like important things and events, 
I'm a shit, shit, it's a shit show to watch me, but I get it. I get it done and I'm on time and I'm early actually because I'm so paranoid. It's not fun for me. It's exhausting. And by the time I'm ready to go, I already need to go back to bed, but I do it for the people I love, especially when it's important. Maybe just view that as effort and not don't look at it like, oh my God, see, you still didn't do this right. Or you should be like this all the time. Like, stop saying that both ways. Okay. I understand if this is coming from a feeler. I love how I've followed through with that this whole episode. I understand that this is coming from a feeler. So you're thinking this applies only to the people who are good at time management. No, this is also for the other feelers out there listening. For your significant others or people in your life, family members, friends, co-workers, whatever it is, whoever it is, those people who are really good time management people who drive you nuts, okay, understand that we're human, so some things are going to be annoying, but let them know how much you love them and how much you appreciate them being who they are. And granted, they have the upper hand. But maybe if more people talked about this and discussed this and stood up for themselves like I am right now, I'm putting my foot down, like publicly. This is out for the earth to Brit. This shit's out there. I can't get it back. I don't want it back. It's out there for everyone. It is never going to be able to be unheard. Once I put this shit out, it is out. And I'm doing it. You couldn't stop me if you tried. But I am not going to go back on that. I'm not going to feel bad about that. And if people, more people did that or more people were, what's the word? So many words I want to use. I just need the right one. If more people were willing to just be strong and be who you are and stand your ground, even if it's the lesser, even if it's the less, the, I'm quoting my hands again. God, I do this a lot. I'm realizing that now, you guys. Um, the subcategories, the minority, whatever. It's not a minority, actually. There are other studies on this, which I haven't even gotten to yet, and hopefully I can, but even if I don't, it needs to be known. There are a lot of us feelers out there, more than people realize. Just like introverts and extroverts, people think like the United States. People assume the United States is full of extroverts. It's actually split in the middle, and recently, the introverts are climbing, and almost, there's, we're at a borderline right now you guys where it's about to spill over one way or another and I have a feeling it's going to be more introverted that's fucking awesome that's crazy but you wouldn't think that because the extroverts are so loud it's just like that with this time management they're so loud because it's like for the past however many years in the U.S. that's what's accepted that's what's normal that's what's like that's what is the standard that's what you're supposed supposed to do quoting my hands again oh my god anyways not what let's change this let's change the supposed to do how about we just do who we are do you okay do you and if that you is an extrovert live your life live your extroverted life live your truth be you we love you i love you I love anyone who's out there being themselves, even if it's something that is shamed or not preferred or looked down upon. What? Fuck that. Fuck that and fuck them, whoever they are. You do you and I'll do me. And for the introvert, you do you too. Follow through with who you are. 
let's all do who we are. Okay, that's my call to arms. This is my call to arms for everyone. Pass listeners and everyone else, pass this shit on to anyone you're thinking of, like, oh my God, this person needs to hear this or so-and-so. Pass it on. Because if what you need is permission to be you, first of all, let me just tell you, I'm smiling. Sweet, sweet soul. You don't need permission. You don't. You have earned the right to for anything you want and anything you need just by existing. You are worthy alone just by existing. But if, you're, if you're not there yet, if you're not able to see your own power, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I was there before. I've been there before. I feel you. I love you. I am sending you so, 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 so much love and strength that because someday you are, you're going to see your power. And you are going to look back and be like, I cannot believe I stood for any of that. So I'm telling you right now, from me to you, don't stand for it. Don't stand for that shit. Own it. Work it. Be it. Accept it. Embrace it. Be you. And if you're not able to give yourself permission, that's okay. You will get there. Hopefully sooner rather than later. But honestly, it's all... It all happens at the right time. But here is your permission. I'm giving it to you. I'm giving you permission. All of you. Every single last one of you. Be your goddamn self. Please. And do so with acceptance and love of everyone else. And with those two, with acceptance and love, will come understanding. I promise. If you can truly accept someone for who they are, even if it is literally the opposite of you, that's okay. That doesn't mean they're wrong. The thing is, when someone's different from you, we have this, we have this ability, not ability, we have this habit of pegging them as wrong. That doesn't, wrong doesn't really exist. That doesn't even make sense. They're not wrong. Just because they're different from you, they're not wrong. Nobody's wrong if they're being who they are. If they're being who they think they should be, yeah, that, that that's wrong, 100%. Look up the word wrong. That is the actual definition of wrong. But that's the only case of wrong. It, just because somebody's different from you, if, if you're being your true self and they're being their true self, nobody's wrong. What's wrong is the not accepting of each other. So just like let that shit go. Let the differences go. Realize that it is not only okay to be you, it is okay for other people to be them, even if they're different. It's okay for people to be them and be similar to you. In fact, that's a lot of times where you find your friends. But you, speaking on that, there are a lot of people who have friends who are the opposite of them. So just keep that in mind. If it's so wrong, why would there be that one, like that quote, there's one in every crowd. That's because they're there to mix that shit up one way or the other. And it's okay. It's not only okay, it's normal, it's natural. It just is. It's always been there. Look throughout all of history texts, all of history stories, anything in the past, you're going to see that. That's always been there. It, it's, it ha- it's natural. It's like a large and forever lasting science experiment. It's supposed to be that way, okay? And you're supposed to be you. So you be you, I'll be me, she'll be her, he'll be him. 
and everyone will be themselves. And if we just accept each other and love each other and just stop trying to get other people to look like us, act like us, be like us, oh, just doing that alone will, I have goosebumps. I'm holding my arms so tight because I cannot even handle this. There are so many ways to change the world that are so simple that if we all even just try at it one day, not even forever, just try it once, it's incredible how quickly it will change the world. And this is one of those things. You be you, I'll be me. And everyone around you, whoever they are, doesn't matter if they're being themselves, just let them be themselves and love them for that. You don't have to like the way they think. And that's the beauty of it. You can still think the way you think and the way they think doesn't threaten you. It doesn't. Think the way you think. Let them think the way they think and you can still be best friends. You don't need someone to think the way you think to be best friends. In fact, that's usually when people clash. You're not meant to be with someone exactly like you. Yin and yang, yo, look that shit up. It's ancient. Damn, it's 2019 and I have to bring up yin and yang? Come on. We are so much better than this, people. I do believe that. I firmly believe that. We are so much better than that. We're so much better than that. And we also, we're really good at this. I think we're really good at this accepting thing. We've just forgotten. Well, sorry to break your, break your party up, but I'm here to remind you. You're better than that. You're gold. And I love you. Let's do it. Let's change this shit up. Starting with being ourselves and accepting other people for who they are without trying to change them. And don't you dare let anyone try to change you. Don't you even let them think about it. Finally found the Harvard, one of the many, because apparently there are several, but the Harvard study on multitasking and it's all golden. And if I can remember, which I'm going to do everything I can to remember, I will copy this link, the link so that you can read the full article in the show notes. But this paragraph alone is just so beautiful and perfect and to the point and it doesn't even cover a quarter of it so if this gets you you need to read the rest because it's phenomenal based on over a half century of cognitive science and more recent studies on multitasking we know that multitaskers do less and misinformation it takes time an average of 15 minutes to reorient to a primary task after a distraction, such as an email. Efficiency can drop by as much as 40%. Long-term memory suffers and creativity, a skill associated with keeping in mind multiple less common associations, is reduced. I mean, I'm throwing my hands up in the air. What more do you need, people? What more do you need here that tells you just because it's been glamorized and put on a pedestal to people who can multitask and it's like a bragging point like I'm doing this and this and this you're not you are not impressing me because I know the side effects of that you're actually doing shit less and now more and more people are getting to know this because more and more studies are coming out and I mean come on Harvard they don't fuck around 
you can take them at their word. You just, you can. So this is just gold. Take it, soak it up, read it, please pass it on. It's insane. Like I'm, I'm rereading this and I'm just like, I can't even finish my words. What are words? I don't know. Apparently I don't know what they are because I can't even find them. It's so perfect, you guys. I'm gonna, I have to remember to put this in the show notes. You will be so, 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 so blown away by this. Buckle up, bitches, because scratch the Harvard study. Well, don't scratch it, but that one doesn't even compare to this one. This one's even newer. This one's on Forbes uh, magazine. Ugh, cannot even handle this. The title of it is Multitasking Damages Your Brain and Career New Studies Suggest. I'm definitely putting the link to this in the show notes, but we have to, you guys. Uh. So the first, I'm going to read the first three paragraphs and then I'm going to stop and I'm, it's going to be hard to stop because it's so good, but I'm going to do it. Okay. You've likely heard that multitasking is problematic, but new studies show that it kills your performance and may even damage your brain. Research conducted at Stanford University found that multitasking is less productive than doing a single thing at a time. The researchers also found that people who are regularly bombarded with several streams of electronic information cannot pay attention, recall information, or switch from one job to another as well as those who complete one task at a time. A special skill? But what if some people have a special gift for multitasking? The Stanford researchers compared groups of people based on their tendency to multitask and their belief that it helps their performance. They found that heavy multitaskers, those who multitask a lot and feel that it boosts their performance, were actually worse at multitasking than those who like to do a single thing at a time. The frequent multitaskers performed worse because they had more trouble organizing their thoughts and filtering out irrelevant information, and they were slower at switching from one task to another. Ouch. Multitasking reduces your efficiency and performance because your brain can only focus on one thing at a time. When you try to do two things at once, your brain lacks the capacity to perform both tasks successfully. I need to take a moment because I'm thinking I have about five people that are popping into my head who it's one thing to multitask yourself and believe in it so much, but these are people who give me shit and, and sometimes it's joking around, but sometimes it's serious about my preference and me. I'm very like, um, come on, Brit. I'm very adamant about it. One thing at a time. And just trust me because I know this works for me. And oh, just this really gets me. I'm I'm getting mad right now just thinking about getting in trouble or yelled at or ridiculed for not multitasking when, yo, science, get your shit together. Figure your shit out because you're multitasking all the time and, and you miss stuff constantly. And this is a general you, but I'm thinking of like a handful of people right now. Not even going to lie. And you probably know who you are and you should. That said, I need a second so I can take a breather because I'm just so fired up. Okay, so that was rough. That was, that was a lot. Um, 
I think it's time to have some fun, loosen up, and just shrug this shit off, right? So the only thing I can think of, or really the best thing I can think of that sounds real good right now, mm-hmm, you know what it is. Question therapy. Let's do it. All right, just to mix up some of this energy here, I just walked around. I got up, did some push-ups, um, did a little bit of yoga. <laughs> you just got to get up, stretch, move around, move your body. At least I do. And so to continue with that uh, on a mental level, I'm going to do the question game, question therapy, bitches. So yeah, let's put this in the shaker, shake it up, and whatever comes up, it's what happens. First question, how do you recharge? Super simple. I retreat. I go and find space alone, and it's got to be preferably space I enjoy, like our our master bedroom or somewhere clean and somewhere comfy and cozy and quiet and I love our tree out front that is picture perfect in all four seasons in front of our window in the main master bedroom window and so I sit on the bed um, with our white like hotel style bedding and stuff and I prop up all my pillows and I just I lounge really seriously um, and look out the window and write or read or listen to music or look up stuff or just lay there but um I think it's funny actually as I'm saying this I'm realizing that I'm okay so I'm a Leo and every description of a Leo there's much more to it but there's also the part where it never fails they always mention think of a cat lounging around lazily on a Sunday but that cat will pounce to its feet and be ready in snap of a finger to defend like her family her her friends her tribe that's me that's how I recharge but I'm always ready to get back to it at the same time and I love getting back to it it's just I can't do that or be around people or go 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 for so long like I have to every day have that time to myself otherwise it's it's no secret it shows anyone around me anyone who knows me you'll know it you will know it it's to the point now people who are around me the most they can see it happening before it happens. And they're like, nope, get up there, go up, you need to be alone. Yeah, I know that. So I'm just glad that other people know that too, because it's a real thing. Otherwise, it's it's just not healthy. Just like um, my husband, he's an extrovert, big time. He gets his energy by being around other people. So when when it's like a dull weekend or... You know, there's a break in activities and I can, we're, you know, relaxing or whatever. I can sense when it's time for him to get up and do something. And I don't even know how to describe how I know this. It's just the energy in the room shifts. I can feel it coming off of him in waves. He is ready to do something like, and I've got to help him. If he can't find something, if people are all out of town or, or whatever, I got to come up with a project for him or help him think of something to do because I know that him staying there and relaxing, which I'm doing the same thing and thriving, but it's killing him slowly. The same for me when it's the opposite, when I just go, go, go and have to keep um, showing up and talking to people like enough is enough, you know, 
and you just need to know your boundaries and so yeah that's how I recharge I just retreat I need to be alone and it needs to be quiet and anything else that happens during that time it kind of just depends but it's usually reading writing creating something something like that next question (laughs) how many days in a row do you wear the same pants before it becomes a problem I wish you could see my face. I'm just sitting here with this smirk. Like, my eyes are going back and forth. Like, anybody listening? Uh, I plead the fifth. (laughs) Blooper time. I love me some good bloopers. And I've got plenty, honey. I got plenty, honey. Butt cheeks, elbows, toes. I'm fucking been eaten alive okay now i just want to dance is there something so bad about that is there also something so bad about the fact i can't fucking focus with these people god (laughs) oh oh shit no fuck so if you're ready to tune out from your world for a little bit Tune into mine, where you can be sure to find yourself learning, laughing, and letting go of all the things that don't serve you. Earth to Brit can be found wherever you go to get your next podcast fix. You can find me on Instagram at Earth to Brit Podcast or on Facebook, which is also Earth to Brit Podcast. Emails can be sent to earthtobrit.podcast at gmail.com. The podcast website is www.anchor.com. .fm slash earth to Brit. Mind you, that Brit is with two T's. And don't forget, you can also send me a voice message. It's so easy, anyone can do it, and bonus, it'll make my day. If you prefer I not use your voice message in a future episode, that's not a problem. Just let me know and I'll keep it private. But seriously, send me some love. I really, really, really do want to hear from you. Talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.